0: Hello, welcome to today's Immigration Tidbit. Uh, I answer this question um, because number one is not a question, it's a statement, but it's incorrect. Okay. Um, And I I think that a lot of people, they need to understand uh, the differences and what types of legal immigration there is. Uh, There's a whole world of legal immigration And the statement here seems to indicate that everybody who's not in the U.S. or not a U.S. citizen or not a green card holder that comes here is illegal until they get petitioned to become legal. And that is absolutely false. Okay. There are a lot of people who are here illegally who find ways to become legal. That is a correct statement, but there's a whole world of legal immigration in uh, you know, half my practice is with legal immigration. So let's go over a few uh, just to give you an idea. It's alphabet soup. There are, there are letters that designate the purpose for why someone's coming here, and if they get that visa approved... Then, what happens is they get the visa stamped in their passport. They come here like a U.S. citizen, like a lawful permanent resident. They, you know, if they're coming through the airport, they go through the necessary lines, they answer some questions, and they are let into the United States. And they are legal from the very second that they enter the United States because they have an approved visa. So, let me give some examples. Uh, B2. If they have a B2 stamp, they're coming here to visit. Okay? If they have a B1 stamp, they're coming here to do business in regards to companies in their home country, to negotiate, to do things like that. If they have a C1, they are transiting. Okay? Uh They are coming here for a short period of time and transitioning to another plane, another boat, or they are on a boat or a ship, and they're here for two or three days before they have to leave. If they're here on an E-1, they are here to uh, do what's called a treaty investment visa. So they have already done all the paperwork. They already have it all approved, and they have everything in motion to come here and properly trade with the US. If they come here on an E2, they are investing. So they have properly shown that they have invested the necessary amount and they are coming here to either run their own business or to run one that they have bought. If they come on an F1, they're coming here to go to school. And as a side note, the majority of these visas, have dependent or derivative visas with them. So if they have a spouse or unmarried child under 21, for example, with an F1, the spouse comes on an F2, the child or children come under F2 as well. So you could have five people come, the F1, and then four dependents all on F2, all five of them coming into the U.S. legal the very second they take one step inside the U.S., they come on a G, that's a diplomatic visa. Uh, a, B, C, D, F, G H. If they come on an H1B, that is a work visa, uh, which is referred to as specialty occupation. They generally have a degree, and the position requires the use of that degree. If they come on an H2B, they are doing a temporary position. Whether it is degree-related or not, it is temporary. If they come on an h 3 that is a training type visa in order for them to take a training program to go back to their home country. If they come on a, an I visa, they are from the media and they are coming to do media related work. If they come on a J1, that could be a whole variety of things from training to internship to education. Okay, all of that can be on a J1. If they're coming on a K-1, because they are a fiancé and they're coming to marry their fiancé. If they come on a K-3, it's because they've already married and the timing was right, such that they could spend the time inside the United States with their spouse rather than outside. If they come on an L-1, they are here because they are managing two different companies in two different countries. They are a manager or an executor or executive. If they are an L1B, they are a specialized knowledge employee. If they come on an M1, they are here because they are going to school at a vocational school rather than one where they get, for example, a four-year degree. So, for example, if they want to learn how to fly helicopters, they would come on an M1. If they come on an O1, It's because they are extraordinary ability related with whatever it is that they do. And that could be sciences, arts, you know, a whole different sports. It could be a whole different thing. If they come on P1, it's because they're with a group, an internationally recognized group. If they come on S1, it's because they're a material witness needed for a particular case. Okay? If they come on a T1, it's because they have been trafficked illegally in either sex or work. Okay. If they come on a U1, it's because they were a victim of crime. So I didn't even go over all of them. OK, I mean, I think I left Q out. That's for uh, something uh, related to their uh, country, which is culturally uh, beneficial to the United States. Uh, R1 would be a religious-related visa if they're coming to do religious work. So you can see that this alphabet soup I'm talking about, there is a multitude of different reasons that people come legally to the U.S., okay, and those are just those are just non-immigrant visas. Uh, there are a whole slew of immigrant visas where people wait outside to come legally into the U.S. as a green card holder. There are there's you know EB three related, which are basically requiring two years experience or a bachelor's degree. There's EB-2 related, which are master's degree or bachelor's plus five years. There's EB-1 related, which is for the green card, the extraordinary ability or the multinational manager or the professor. Okay. These are just different categories of employment-based visas where they get the green card. They could also come in on an EB-4. Which is uh, either a VAWA related, that's a domestic violence related, or a completely unrelated uh, religious capacity um, in order to come get the green card. They could come on an EB5, which is the true investment visa. We're talking over a million and a half dollars, okay? Those are employment based. Then there are people who wait outside for many years to come on family based. And there's different categories and different levels of family-based visas that allow people to come as well, whether it's a spouse of a U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident, an unmarried son or daughter of uh, petitioning USC, you know, and so forth. There are whole different categories. I've just touched the surface of the types of visas that people can come in legally without ever being illegally for five seconds, not even one second, inside the United States. So one has to distinguish between legal immigration and illegal immigration. They're two completely separate things, and both of them are voluminous in the types that they allow and how to handle them. Okay? Shortcast Club.